the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, if you're hungry in the short north, you don't have to be hungry after midnight anymore. Uh, That is uh, apparently what is going to happen this coming weekend, uh, which is, uh, I'm sure, not at all related to the fact that the United States uh, Council of Mayors held their little confab here last weekend. That is where we begin a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show. Nice to have you along on 94.5 in Dayton and 98.9 here in Columbus. Yes, last night your Columbus City Council uh, effectively overrode Andrew Ginther's executive order in the aftermath of two violent weekends in the short north you will remember that the mayor came up with a whole host of safety measures one of which seemingly had nothing to do with anything i get the parking i get the extra cops i get the cameras i get the lights i never got the shutting food trucks down at 2 30 oh you shut the bars down hey, i do that people in bars are drinking getting inebriated Lowering their inhibitions, raising their uh, level of anger. That I would have gotten, but he didn't do that. He shut down the food trucks. Which, most food trucks, I think, are owned by people who are offering fare that is not American. So, because Andrew Ginther is a Democrat, nobody would accuse him of doing something that would be Racist. But if you're shutting down the Mexican food trucks, the Nigerian food trucks, the Jamaican food trucks, how is that not racist? Oh, I just answered it because Andrew Ginther is a Democrat. But from now on, the food trucks will be back in business from midnight to 2.30 a.m. This all, of course, was done so that Andrew Ginther could have, and he got it, a safe weekend this past weekend when the United States Council of Mayors was in town. He's a vice president in that organization. And he now will, no doubt, sign this repeal of his executive order, which my question would be, what changed in three weeks? If he issued the executive order, and now he's going to sign city council repealing his executive order, that would seem to indicate to me that Andrew Ginther does not have the courage of his convictions, but that he is willing to disparage, diminish, and cost other people money in order for him to look good. Uh, Council member Emmanuel Ramey. Uh, This sounds like a scolding of sorts. He says, it is now time to repeal this executive order to allow these small businesses to thrive once again. Inherent in that statement is that there was apparently a justification for keeping them from thriving for three weeks. I don't really follow that logic. Uh, Councilman Ramey continued, food food carts are not the cause of violence in the short north. It is that simple. 
Well, now it's that simple. Where was was Emmanuel Ramey one of those people who couldn't find his voice three weeks ago when Andrew Ginther did this? When the food truck vendors were going, hey, what are you doing? You're crushing us, dude. But, of course, you cannot expect Andrew Ginther to adhere to the standards of, you know, freedom because he is a Democrat. And so there will be freedom on the terms that Andrew Ginther and the Democratic-led city of Columbus allow. From now on, they will control the number of food trucks in the short north. Has this been a problem? Do we have traffic jams in the short north on weekend nights because... Food trucks are jamming up Goodale Boulevard, North High Street, Chittenden, trying to get in. Is that a problem? Well, uh, never let it be said that Andrew Ginther is not trying to uh, solve a problem that doesn't exist. Uh, He says uh, they will now establish permitting for food trucks in the short north. I would assume they already have something in place that, you know, like health department related. But now they're only going to allow 13 food trucks in the short north and eight in the Ohio State University area. And so you're going to have to compete for the 21 spots. Start cultivating your sources and friends in city government now, all of you who own food trucks. You know, the mayor probably wouldn't mind a free Caribbean jerk sandwich every now and then. Maybe Zach Klein be coming your way on Taco Tuesday. Can't hurt. So this is such government overreach and such very, very rarely do you get a government admitting that it did something that it should never have done as quickly as this admission comes inside of a month. And the food truck people are not falling for it. Here's a woman who operates the uh, Nigerian food truck. She tells the Columbus Dispatch that it would have made, (laughs) of course it would have. It would have made more of a difference to shut down the clubs serving alcohol. She said, the fights start inside the clubs, not outside in front of the food trucks. That's very true. That is very true, ma'am. Sorry about your permit application. Uh, Joe Mot is it Motel or Motel? Doesn't matter. He's going to get beat by Andrew Ginther. He's the only candidate running against Ginther for mayor. And there are too many people in this city who will just automatically pull the lever. Oh, Mayor Ginther, I've heard his name. Let's pull that lever. There needs to be an angel, a better angel, on the shoulder of those Columbus voters at that time saying, hey, you know why your neighborhood is a absolute train wreck when it comes to gunfire at all hours and murders and robberies and stolen cars? That guy right there that you're voting for. Maybe try someone else. Mm, they won't do that. Uh, Joe Motil said the mostly minority immigrant food truck vendors took a financial hit due to Ginther's food truck curfew and the excessive and unwarranted show of force was all about Ginther attempting to protect a false image to visiting mayor that he has the city's crime and homicide rate under control. Yes. Yes. Joe and I are simpatico on that. Now, I don't know how or what uh, to make of a story that is, I'm shocked, kind of sort of buried in the headlines today. Maybe it's because it comes from News Nation, and honestly, I can't raise my right hand and say that I really 
know what News Nation is other than, I presume it is, a conservative news site. Like everybody started clamoring for its own conservative share of the market or its own share of the conservative market would be a better way to say it. News Nation, News Max. Uh, what is O? Is it O A N One America News? And of course, Fox, which is now a shadow of its former self because of their stupid decision to get rid of Tucker Carlson. But nevertheless, News Nation and their main anchor is Elizabeth Vargas. You might remember her from ABC, but she got bounced. So of course, now you know her specialty is reading a teleprompter. The words on which are written by someone else. Elizabeth Vargas is now at News Nation, so that's the only reason why I can possibly think you might know her. But they have a big story out now, which claims we are not alone. We are not alone. That not only are we not alone because of, you know, what people, a lot of people, not me, but a lot of people have thought for years that there are UFOs out there, or as they now call them, UAPs. You know what UAP stands for? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Except now we have a whistleblower, a guy who used to work, well, used to be in the Air Force, then he was a member of the, and I never heard of this organization, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the NGIA. Did you know that existed? I didn't know that existed. The NGIA? He has come forward on News Nation to say that. I'll just let him tell you, we are not alone. These are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft, if you will. Uh, It's probably not the right parlance, but uh, no kidding, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. What? Huh? How's that not leading every newscast? Because people think he's crazy. That's why. But he says, I mean, this is quite a claim. We have spacecraft, some partially intact. I think he even said one of them is fully intact. Non-human origin, which I I presume there'd be a way to know that. There'd be no known what? alloy that it's made out of, or the engineering would not be such that we can identify it as of human origin. But this guy claims that they have spaceships, portions of spaceships, and that uh, the unidentified aerial phenomenon, and that story's been gaining traction over the last, what, six months? We had a congressional hearing on it. A Democrat from Indiana chaired that hearing. Would this shake your faith if this were true, if this is proven to be true? I had a guy ask me that years ago. I'll tell you what my response to him was next. So years ago, I worked in Cleveland and worked with a partner who was fascinated, fascinated by aliens. And he was particularly fascinated by Area 51 in Roswell, New Mexico, where every year they have the UFO festival. And he asked me on the air if I believed in aliens. And I said, no, 
but I believe in angels and demons. And so this started a back-and-forth conversation between the two of us that went on periodically over months, maybe even years, uh, while I was there. And one of those conversations ended with him asking me, well, if there are, and he was not a Christian at all, he said, well, if there are aliens and that is ever proven, that will negate everything you purport to believe about God and Jesus. And I had a one-word response. How? How would it negate anything? Now that we have these reports from this uh, former Air Force veteran who claims the government is covering up UFOs and that they have recovered and have somewhere in a warehouse, maybe in Roswell, maybe in Area 51, maybe somewhere else, intact spacecraft, not of human origin. And he also alleges that the U.S. has recovered bodies from other species. So this is like the conspiracy theory Area 51 uh, believers' dreams come true. But it wouldn't change a thing that I believe about God or Jesus because it doesn't change a thing about the gospel. In fact, it would, to me, confirm everything that I have believed and already believe about the supreme one and only God of the universe, that he created everything, that he is in control of everything, and that I cannot comprehend his majesty, his power, his mind. I cannot comprehend it. Don't we all think when we get to heaven someday, presuming you have put your trust in Christ at the cross, that you will have things explained to you that you do not understand about this life down here? So we admit then that there are things about this particular life that we don't get, and we admit that, yes, God will provide us a perspective or clarity on them that we do not have in our humanness. Why then would it be a stretch to believe that there might be other universes somewhere else that God has also created. See, the leap that the UFO people make is that, well, if there's another universe, then that means that God didn't create this one. That doesn't mean that at all. (laughs) That doesn't mean that at all. It means that he created another one or more than, and, and, and by the way, I would add that he's allowing us, if this proves to be true, that he would be allowing us to discover it. Why would he do that, Bruce? Well, I don't know. I don't presume to speak for God. But let's just say there are craft of some sort made from materials we cannot identify, flown by beings who are intellectually superior to us. Could it be that God might behold what he sees his creation doing on earth? and decides to intervene by getting everyone's attention. Like, I mean, there is kind of sort of a precedent for that. Think flood, which he, by the way, has promised never to do again. But he didn't promise to never destroy humanity again. And I don't know if he plans to. I wouldn't blame him if he did plan to. But maybe this would be a way where he would choose to do it, or maybe this would just be 
an extraterrestrial wake-up call for America. Because on a daily basis, particularly in this month, the unholy month of pride, I wonder what God thinks when he looks down on earth. For instance, today is the 79th anniversary of D-Day. Which blows me away when I contemplate the secretive planning, the military brilliance, the valor, the courage, the determination, the sacrifice. There are so many levels of D-Day that blow me away, including the fact that three-year-old Joe Biden listened to it live on his Philco radio. That's not a joke. He was alive. Uh, See, I used a Joe Biden Cliche right there. Not a joke. He was alive when D-Day happened. But I contemplate D-Day and I picture those boys in those Higgins boats, those flat bottom boats with the hatch that opened up, exposing them to German artillery and mines on the beach and everything else. And knowing, knowing in all likelihood what was going to happen to most of the first wave of them. And they did it anyway. Did they do that because they thought they would be preserving a nation where men would contend they are women, where men dress up in garish outfits and twerk in front of children? Is that why they did it? Did they do it for a government that would weaponize its own law enforcement agencies against the citizenry? Call me crazy. But I think not. And so when I see what America has become, and when I hear people purport to speak for God as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did yesterday in Congress, I wonder, man, Lord, how long are you going to let this go Because here's the one thing I know about God. Most people think when I go down this road, I'm thinking about punish them, burn them up, strike them with lightning. No. We serve a God who has extended to us his grace and forgiveness. We have accepted the offer of his son as our savior, but we have also accepted what goes with that, which is that he must become the Lord of our life. God is not willing that any should perish. And so perhaps, if this alien thing is true, it is a way for God to get our attention, to help us realize our smallness, our insignificance, our inability. That is always the biggest hurdle to get over, is to recognize your need for a savior. I'm not sure that exists much in certain parts of our culture. AOC will prove it to you next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.